Two men in a six-pack starts in three, two, one. Welcome, listeners, to Two Men in a Six Pack. Interesting show tonight. We are recording in the dark. I have 26% of my battery, so we're going to go as long as we can record and as long as uh, the power is out. But I have confidence in Jones Onslow EMC that they will get the power turned back on. So, first of all, thank you, Twin Peaks, for the awesome food. Trevor. Yeah, that was awesome. I'm so full. I am so full, too. Uh, Kim Mitchell, Twin Peaks, thank you so much. We're going to dive right in because we got a special guest tonight and we got a great show. We're going to start off this day in sports, June 24th, 1922. The football team, formerly known as the Chicago Staley's, uh, officially became the Chicago Bears. Hmm. Interesting. 1997, St. Louis Cardinals' Mark McGuire hits a 538-foot home run. Yeah, back when baseball was fun. When they were juicing up, when either the either the players were juiced or the balls were juiced, one of the two. I don't, we do not know. <laughs> uh, 2012. I just found this pretty interesting. Female athletes will be allowed to compete for Saudi Arabia at the Olympics for the first time. So they can plunge a bunch of oil out of the ground and uh, wear the rags on their heads, but they don't. <laughs> but they won't let the women participate until 2012. So quality, quality, birthdays. Birthday today, June twenty fourth. Birthday, nineteen eighty four. You see, he was born on that day. I see it. One of the original, the original bitch boy, JJ Reddick. <laughs> JJ Reddick, original bitch boy, was born on nineteen eighty four, June twenty fourth, nineteen eighty seven. Argentine and Barcelona soccer player Lionel Messi, who has somewhat laid an egg in this World Cup, was mm. also born on this day. He's not really happy right now. And in two thousand one, Moni Davis, little league baseball pitcher. Not pitcher, but I put a pitcher on there, like a frame pitcher, but a, but a pitcher, <laughs> a position pitcher. Uh, first girl to pitch a shutout in Little League Baseball. That's kind of cool. Had two two um, female kind of things that happened today, so that's kind of cool. I didn't hate J.J. I just hated I knew he was going to hit a three-pointer and just crush my dreams. Yeah, well, I hated J.J. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, but, and he was going to hit a three-pointer. So. Yeah. so, let's move right, right into the week in sports. World Cup's going on this week. They just finished their second week. Just real, just to recap real quick, group leaders, Group A, Russia and Uruguay, they play later this week. Group B, Spain and Portugal, they've already played and tied, so they play two different teams. So they play the other two teams in their group, not sure who they are, so they'll be battling out. Spain and Portugal should advance. Group C, France has um, got that group very well handled. Group D, Croatia. Uh, and of note, as I just mentioned, Argentina, which was one of the – Predicted favorites uh, of the World Cup. They are at the bottom in fourth place, 0-1-1. Lionel Messi, uh, not not doing it. But he is the best. He is one of the two best players in the in the world. Um, I guess it proves you can't do it all by yourself. Right. Uh, kind of like LeBron James. So, yeah, neither. Yeah, 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 you knew that was one. coming, didn't you? Yeah. Group E: Brazil and Switzerland. They've already played to a one-one tie. I think those two groups will advance. Group F: Mexico who beat Germany early on. And I don't know if you saw You probably didn't. No. But Germany had an awesome game yesterday. They scored. It was 1-1. They were playing Sweden. If Germany did not, if they even tied, if they tied or lost, 
they were most likely not going to advance to the knockout round, and they're the defending World Cup champions. Right. Their stud player in the middle in in the middle of the park, Tony Cross, cross hits a uh, hits a free kick with literally in the last thirty seconds of extra time to give them the two one win. So pretty stoked. Hmm. Uh, Group G, England, Belgium. Those two haven't played yet. They're going to play. They're going to advance. England today, white walloped Panama 6-1. to one. And I'm sitting there looking as Panama is in the same little division thing that the United States was in. So okay. Panama sucked. They sucked. <laughs> so what does that tell you about the United States? We're worse. We're, we suck worse. Yeah, we're not good at yeah. soccer. It's just the way it is. Yeah. And then uh, Group H, Senegal was beating Japan uh, for that. So... I know you really don't have a lot of comments about World Cup soccer. I'm just glad you're done. I'm done. I just wasted two minutes and two <laughs> percent of my battery life uh, on World Cup soccer. So, that's rough. NFL, NFL will suspend Jameis Winston for three games for violating for the violation of personal conduct policy. It's based on a 2016 allegation of groping an Uber driver. I heard about that today. He didn't want to sit in the back. He wanted to sit in the front. And he reached between the crot. He reached in the crotch of an Uber driver and groped. I'm assuming it's a female. Oh, I have no Uber idea. driver. I have not seen if it's a male or female Uber driver. Uh, either way, it's horrible. If it was a male Uber driver, then uh, he definitely violated conduct policy. But uh, either terrible. way, I mean, it's hor- It's horrible. I mean. Come on, Jameson. You're stealing computers. You're doing. I mean, that was lob- lobsters or crab legs. He stole something, man. It was crab legs. Crab, crab legs. legs. Thank you, Bob. Okay. He didn't steal the computer. He said it was good. No, that was Cam Newton. Cam Newton that, stole the computer. Well, maybe maybe they were having a party and Cam stole the computer. Jameis Winston sold the crab legs. I'm sure there was a third one of them that sold something else. I have no idea. Okay. Anyway. All right. Well, third one of the NFL players that sold, you know, that sold something else. Anyway. Moving on. Hall of Fame. This was interesting. Hall of Fame quarterback Brett Favre, who played 297 consecutive games in the NFL, Went on record this week saying that he thought youth tackle football should be eliminated. Um, did you see that? Yeah, I did. And I don't know. Keep going. He's asking for it to be not on a state-by-state level. The state of Illinois actually has a proposed law out there going to ban tackle football from twelve from age 12 and under. So at age 13, you can start playing. But he says that that law is not far enough, doesn't go far enough that they should – Put to, they should look at doing this on the federal level, that the United States government make, make, yeah. should make a law. Okay, Brett, I appreciate your you chiming in, but we like got bigger things to worry about like economy and nuclear war and um, Trump's got to keep, you know, build that wall and all that stuff, immigration. There's just many things that need to be taken care of. Uh, I'm not saying I don't necessarily agree with him. Right. I don't. But I'm not saying I don't necessarily agree with him. But – you know, to pass federal legislation to say youth football, you shouldn't, you know, there's an easier solution. I'm on, I'm Don't on let the, your kids play youth football. Right. As I say, I'm on the fence about it. So, say if I have a, a son and he plays quarterback like I did, I don't want him to get knocked out like I did. That's not – I would not want to watch that. So, I don't know. Well, your problem is you had a sucking line if you got knocked out. Right? I know that. I mean – I mean, just don't <laughs> – yeah, don't live in Swansboro if you don't want that to happen. Yeah, I mean, move, move to Jacksonville or to Northside and you won't get knocked out. Move I mean, to, good football moving to Alabama. And, so, I mean, I, so I can see how people would be uh, upset about it. But we need, like, change the weight limits, change – I mean, oh, now I don't you, know how now to – you're getting on fat people. 
I'm just saying. I know what you're saying. Put kids together that kids should be with kids. I don't, maybe they're really young and just really good. Just yeah, put them, move or them or up. Maybe they're or, big I don't and fat know. like me and Bob used to be when we were little, right? All I'm saying okay, is, I'm with you. my okay. son might be a stud, might knock someone out with his helmet. I don't know. That's not what I want either, but I don't know how to. I mean, I would, find much a balance. Rather, I would much rather him be knocking somebody out than to be knocked out. It's called blindside. Okay. It hurts. So, good thought, Brett. You know, evidently he's suffering, suffering, going through some things now. Uh, and, I, I'm, and I'm sure he will at some point in time. They I, all do. I mean, all the NFL players do at some point in time. So, I mean, I, I understand his point. I just don't know that we need to have federal legislation. Yeah, it's not that. We, we, pro- we probably need to consider bringing our political analyst, Bobby Mills, over here to address that <laughs> one, don't we? Bobby, would you like to address the federal legislation as it relates to uh, youth football? <laughs> and tackling. Bob, Bobby's sitting over here in the dark. Okay, Bobby's <laughs> upset that the county commissioners raises property tax by three cents. So, uh, anyway, okay. <laughs> Moving on, NBA. Carmelo Anthony informed OKC this uh, yesterday, as a matter of fact, that he would not opt out uh, of uh, his contract and he would be exercising his option uh, to play for the team next year. The price tag for doing that, the Thunder have to pay Carmelo $27.9 million. Is he worth that? Well, my next comment on the notes, as you see, you're not looking at it. I'm not. He was horrible this year during the (laughs) season and the playoffs. He looked old. He looked old. I mean, and that's because he is old. He looked old. Not as old as Rajon Rondo, but he looked old. <laughs> um, this was the lowest average since he came into the league. That he, you know, point wise, he averaged 16 points a game. I don't even know why they put this on there. He averaged 1.3 assists a game. Me sitting in the stands, I mean, I pa- I could pass two cokes down to people sitting <laughs> in the same aisle with me, and I would have one a half or more assists. It's not a good stat were, yeah. to put up there. And he and he only played 32 minutes a game. Um, he shot right around 40 percent. That's not from three-point range. That's from the field. Right. Well, his, the mid-range game is almost gone. And His game is almost gone. Our guest host will tell you coming up that the mid-range game is gone. You want a Steph Curry that can shoot it from the parking lot, yeah. or you want the Greek freak from Milwaukee Bucks driving yeah. the lane, jumping from the free-throw line and dunking and, jump, and jumping over you yes. and doing that. That's yeah. pretty much where everyone you – know, yeah. how the league's towards now. So, during the playoffs, his, his, um, his totals um, slipped even further. He, uh, he only averaged 11 points a game. Of course, they only played in one playoff series. Right. Uh, um, 11 points a game, and his minutes dropped to 27 minutes. So, that's a stellar performance for $27.9 million next year. Twitter and Instagram, OKC fans were so upset. Oh, yeah. I'm sure yeah. you saw that. Yeah, I saw all that. And he, he made a response come back saying, let's uh, evaluate what's, what's important in life for like a selfie. Yeah. It's like, dude. When you have twenty-seven point nine, when you're due twenty-seven point nine million dollars, <laughs> we kind of know what's important, right? <laughs> right, 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 Mello, right. I know this one really disturbs you. Hornets' favorite player, and uh, I mean Trevor's favorite player for the Hornets, Dwight Howard, got traded to the Nets this week for Timothy Timothy Moskoff and a couple of draft picks. The Nets said they do intend to buy out Howard's contract. And Howard came back and said, "Quote: I want to play with a contender. I can help." Yeah, who's laughing now, Dwight? I guess that Instagram post that you posted when he didn't dunk the ball when you went to watch, um, you know. I know he's listening, so yeah. That's exactly the problem I'm having. Didn't, not one single dunk. I mean, that's why people go watch to go watch Dwight Howard. He's been, he's been a double-double his whole career, but you still got to have heart and want to win, and he's just kind of out there do doing his thing. Do you legitimately think he could help any NBA team win, could put them over the top? If they're not already there. The, I mean, the magic in 08, and that's about it. 
Okay. Did he they was win? good. No, they didn't. Yeah, win. I didn't think they, they didn't did. win. Yeah, so Kobe he, beat him. So we obviously couldn't put him over the top, but he was there. He was okay. close. Anyway, yeah, they were close. Anyway, moving on. NBA draft. Just tell me your thoughts about the draft. Um, I think the Celtics got a steal. Yeah, that dude, man. That's the dude that windmill dunked on North Carolina. Yeah, that rocked the world on Carolina. Um, he was projected actually going to top ten or top top fifteen last year. Yeah, but, yeah and, could, and then this year I saw a mock draft that had him at like twelve or thirteen, right. and he dropped to Boston to, 20, to number twenty seven. Well, so cause, was, just because they're saying he can't score that great, but I mean he, he can his head can touch the rim, so he's playing defense. He'll buy into Brad Stevens, and Brad Stevens will get him coached up. Well, I know, and when you can jump out of the gym like that, you can do a lot of things. I mean, I mean that's what I mean. I had that problem. I mean, I was, you know, being able to jump out of the gym. <laughs> Just couldn't I mean, shoot the ball granted, was the problem. Gra- granted, it was a mini court, but, I mean, I was able to – I mean, the, the rims were eight-foot rims, but I could – I mean, you know, I was hitting my head on the rim. Well, that's what the Celtics needed. They needed a, a – I mean, yeah. they, they had that Aaron Baines guy, which is okay, but um, – and Al Horford, he's not really a five or a center. But yeah, I think they move Horford to, to four and let this kid, if he can bulk up a little bit, play five, and they become really athletic then. If he can – Trade Kyrie and – They're not um, going to trade Kyrie. Ah, uh, they need to. Who else? Um, else? Obviously the Mavericks. I'm not sure why they took Jalen Brunson unless they're going to have Luka play the two. But Well, you know, the funny thing, you know who their point guard is that they drafted last year. Maybe they know something we don't know, and he's going to be going to the and playing in the all-penal league. Right, that's what Dennis I'm saying. Smith. Yeah, that's what I don't I understand. Mean, I mean, that's what I'm saying. They have Luka already. They drafted another. Yeah. They have him listed as a shooting guard, but he's played point guard. You know so. who they took? They had they had four picks in the first two rounds. Mm-hmm. You know who they took with their last pick in the second round? The Greek freak's little brother. The Greek freak's little brother. He's like seven feet tall, also. Yeah, I, I, if he there, there's no way if he is as good as his brother, we need to figure out why they're eating over there <laughs> and, and, and like mass produce it. Me I, and you. I think they got another brother that's in. Uh, college or in high school right now and he's obviously being recruited by everybody i want to say he's going to ucla is he really i think so i'll have to look that one up don't start spreading vicious rumors on this podcast someone again. will message me because we me don't I'm do wrong. that we don't spread vicious rumors on this podcast we don't start vicious rumors on this podcast. you make up stuff all the time i, I, I do not <laughs> I, how see you're making up something again right now <laughs> all right let's move on any surprises with the draft um, the Nuggets taking Michael Porter. Yeah, I just don't know. I've got them down as potentially having a bad draft. Everyone said they had a good I draft. I think yeah, it's bad. I, I saw that. I just don't know. And my other bad draft, and I'm just going to tell you this. I've got it on my list. And I don't care because I hate him. Drafting Grayson Allen in the, with the 21st pick in the first round. Yeah, see that? I mean, you could have got, got that dude in the second round or, I mean, or a free agent. That's I'll, I'll hit that at the end. That's my dad. That's true. I just heard from the peanut gallery back there. Uh, Quinn Snyder is, is is actually the coach at Duke. So that you know, I mean, played at Duke and is now actually the coach at Utah. So there's probably some. What well, kind of makes sense? Huh? Yeah, I guess he's trying to look at. He's trying to. He Quinn Snyder was actually one of the original bitch boys that played. At Duke. <laughs> I mean, he had he had great hair. He had pretty hair. His had, hair was so pretty, man. He had a little. It was a little. It was curl. It was a little curly. I mean, I mean, and, and he just had pretty hair. Once the power comes back on, I'll, I'll look him up. Okay. I don't think, I don't think oh, I you know what he looks like? Okay. No. So, tell me your thoughts on this. So, we're supposed to be have been going to a guard league over the last four, five, six years. That's yeah. how it's or, – or, or a copycat league. Everybody's going to start trying to mimic Golden State. But with that said, five out of the first seven players drafted were big men. Right. So, are they going to try to turn it back to a center league? I don't know, man. But I don't it's, know. They're not, they're not drafting Shaq. That's the only yeah, problem. Yeah, they're not drafting that type of player. I mean, but the guys are still seven foot. I know. And they're athletic. But but 
you still compare him to the Warriors. Yeah, I don't think who can they, who can think, he guard? Who can I, their center guard? Call me crazy. I don't think Aiton or I don't think Bagley are going to be able to shoot like Kevin like Kevin Durant. I just don't. I just don't. No. You can look at the way they stroke the ball, the, the way they actually shoot the ball. Kevin Durant's got a great stroke. So you can't compare everyone to Kevin Durant. Well, he's seven foot tall, and right, he's. Right. And, I mean, you're doing a copycat league, so and they everybody wants to be the Golden State Warriors. That's kind of the benchmark in my in my mind. I mean, I don't like Kevin Durant. You, know you got to I mean? draft people that can be like, oh, okay, he can at least guard him, yeah. or and he's athletic. He can help us on the offensive end. But I don't, I, I don't know that it's going back to a center league yeah. with, with any lo- any post players at all. But five out of seven or six foot ten or taller. The first, the first five out of seven taken. So Maybe it's moving. I don't know. Local flair, Joel Berry, uh, got signed on as free agent by the Lakers, mm-hmm. and of course Theo. Who you and I follow on Instagram and traveled the world over the last three weeks, yeah, uh, trying out or just going to, to every literally it seemed like every NBA. He tried out for thirteen camps, thirteen camps, or didn't try out. He or he, worked yeah, out, yeah, worked, worked out. out for thirteen camps. He literally had every NBA T-shirt uh, around. End up uh, signing on with the Nets. You know the guy we uh, maybe him and Dwight Howard might be uh, roommates. <laughs> they got Charlotte uh, uh, Bridges that we got from Mikael Bridges. We didn't work him out. Yeah, we just yeah we drafted him. Well, we yeah then we mean, tra- we traded for him, didn't we? No, no, no. That's we, that was that's, the next. Pick. Okay, that was the next. Pick. That was okay. Graham. Okay. Um, but yeah, we didn't even work him out. We don't even know just on film what he can do. I mean, that would be like me and you. That would be like just me and you watching on ESPN and saying, "Hey, he's good. Let's draft him." Exactly. Well, you that's know. why Charlotte sucks. Well, I mean, they're going to be so much better now that Dwight Howard's going there, right? We're just going to get less rebounds. <laughs> and probably, probably. probably get more dunks. Yeah, hopefully. So. So I'm just going to throw this out there, and I know what you know what this stat means. Two out of the top seven picks, three of the top 21, and four out of the top 37. You know what that is, right? Hmm. That's Duke University. That's their stats. They had two of the top seven picks, three out of the top 21 picks, and four out of – that's awesome. You would say that is a stellar university. How many national championships did they win last year? Zero. The same number as me, you, Bob – Wells and Bob. <laughs> they won the same number of national championships last year that we won. We can make a pretty good team, See, though. We would make a pretty good team. Yeah. Well, Wells running the point. You, yeah. you at the shooting guard. Yeah. Bobby at small forward and me and me and Bob just standing in the middle of the lane clogging it up, man. I would, <laughs> I, I would take on – yeah. I would take on uh, potentially living water varsity basketball. You're not, you're not ready. Oh, we're not ready. Okay. Well, listen, we're transitioning now into a next segment. Wells, you need to come on over here, man. Sit down and – and have a talk talk with us. Um, this is this is pretty awesome. I've got thirteen percent battery light left, so we're Ooh. probably so we're probably going to have to break this podcast up and piece it together. We normally don't do this, but I want to welcome uh, a very good buddy of mine, Wells Gulledge. He's former Jacksonville High School, former Kinston High School, Parrot Academy basketball coach, and he's currently the uh, the basketball coach head coach at Wilmington Ashley High School. The reason we got Wells up here, though, is because this coming week, Thursday, June 28th through Sunday, July 1st, um, is the East Coast Invitational Basketball Team Camp. 32 boys teams and six girls teams, right? Yes, 32 and six. 32 and yes. six. So, even though we got 12% battery life left, we're going to just record like hell until we run out of battery time. <laughs> Give um, – Give everybody a little history. I know the history, obviously, because I'm somewhat involved. But for our <laughs> listeners that don't know, just just kind of tell everybody how the um, East Coast Invitational got started. 
Well, first of all, thanks for having me. And uh, you guys are a trip, by the way. <laughs> and the peanut gallery and everybody around here, people are in around Bobby's house looking in the window. There are trees down on top of the house. But it's not stopping the podcast. No, man. it's not. No, it's not. I had to take pictures just to prove what just went on before I came to right town. That's but, how we roll. No, we, we, when I was coaching head coach at Jacksonville High School in the late 90s, we actually um, couldn't find a way for a lot of our kids to afford to go to basketball team camps because they cost so much money. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just started throwing some noodles against the wall, thinking out loud, and actually ran into you yep. one time. Ta- I think it was at the Food Line. Food Line. Food I Line think, yep. in, um, Richlands. in Richlands. And I, I pitched a few things to you about it, and you thought it was a, a great idea to be able to uh, start off with, with 12 teams and with some sponsorship from uh, Jones Onslow, EMC, and um, – the sports commission we just kind of took collections hey bob's you hey bob's auto center was even part of it back way back when and um you know what we just were, were able to bring it to jacksonville and um have kids come here for a very very low cost and explain then, yeah explain explain to everybody so your typical team team camp that that kids go to they may go to, and i'm not i mean and this is all of them but i'm just going to say whether it's a UNCW, whether it's, whether it's a ECU, I mean, but all these team camps, what's the out-of-pocket pocket expense normally for um, for a, a player to go to to a team camp like that? Nowadays, you're looking probably at about between two twenty-five and three hundred dollars for for one person to to attend. Uh, a team camp, whether it's um, North Carolina State or UNCW or wherever it may be, um, just because of having to house them and feed them, the universities have to charge the head coaches, and it's just it's kind of gotten out of hand. Um, the prices that uh, a lot of these camps are are charging now, and you're you're seeing a lot of a lot of colleges and, and universities really drop the team camp. Uh, model from what they're doing, um, their business model, and really bringing in and concentrating on their individual uh, basketball camps where you don't have a whole lot of tied up into it. So, you know, we're we're in a good market for, and being 18 years running right now, we, I, I feel like that we're in a, a great situation to grow and to keep this in this community for a long time to come. This year, um, this year's camp is going to be pretty exciting isn't it <laughs> it is we got so we got some good damn teams coming <laughs> man so yeah. so for those that don't know i'm just going to kind of go over the list of teams and and you can you can chime in when i get done uh of course we got ashley high school the, the perennial an up-and-coming power out of the out screaming of, eagles the baby. screaming eagles baby <laughs> coastal christian Cox Mill, who is the defending 3A state champions, East Carteret, East Chapel Hill, East Duplin, Farmville Central, who won the 2A state championship uh, two or three years ago, I think. Isn't that right? Who was that now? Farmville Farmville Central? Central. Yes. Yeah, and I got a great stat for you. I don't know if you know that. My my stat man, Alex Alex Bass. Alex, I'm giving you a shout out. He's the SID at Cardinal Gibbons High School. Sent me a text today and said, he he said, I bet I got a stat for you that Wells doesn't know, and and I'm going to give it to you here in a second. First flight. Forest Hills, who is the 2A state champion, so we got the 2A and the 3A state champion. Garner, Goldsboro, Green Central, who lost to Forest Hills in the 2A state champion. Heritage High School out of Wake County, who lost to Charlotte Independence in the 4A classification, so they got we got the 4A runner-up. Hogger, Jacksonville, Kinston, Laney. Kinston's always a powerhouse, and 
Alex actually uh, is predicting to me this year that either Kinston uh, or Green Central is going to come out of the East and they're going to play Forest Hills out of the West. You know what? That That is probably spot on. Yeah, and, and, he, and he's also predicting for the 4A it's going to be uh, North Mech, who I'm going to call a second, and, Sa- and South Central. And that's, that's probably spot on too. Isn't it? Yes. Yes. So and then we also so moving on Leesville Rose Millbrook Mount Pleasant our own Jacksonville Northside who was the three A runner up Piedmont Richland South Brunswick South Central who I mentioned who just had a kid in the uh, Deshaun or Dayton what's his name I got it on my list here Dayron Sharp who mm-hmm. just verbally committed to Carolina uh, the, the past week South Southwest Onslow Trask Walsh Rose Hill West Brunswick West Carteret West Rowan and White Oak. Great man. freaking field, man. Man, Now, you have to tell me the girls because I didn't write those down. And, and and listeners, I'm not being sexually biased or anything. I just I ran out of time, and I didn't have a chance to write them down. But it's New Hanover, St. Paul. Uh, Kinston. Kinston. Um, East Duplin. East Duplin. Um, let me think. Oh, Lord, how much have it? Northside. Northside and Millbrook. And Millbrook. Yes. So, we've got a good, got a good little girls field uh, as well. They're playing on Friday and Saturday, just a, just a little two-day thing. So, the stat I want to give you, man, this is a pretty interesting stat. Um, the 2A state champion for the past seven years, the past seven 2A state champions will be competing this week at the ECI. Wow. That's pretty amazing, isn't it? That's of course it, it's not it's not hurt by the fact that Kinston went back to back to back <laughs> to back. They won Kinston won in 2012, 13, 14, and 15. Yeah, we did. Yeah, that's pretty damn good. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. strong. Yeah, yeah two A. Yes. Hey, I don't hey, I don't care who you are. That, that's that's pretty damn good. Formville won it in 2016. Correct. Northside won it in 2017, and Forest Hills won it th- this past year. That's pretty amazing, man. Man, if that's not a roadmap for success. I'm just telling you, man. If you have if a 2A you, beside If you've got a 2A school, school and you want to yeah. win the state championship, yeah. come to the East Coast Invitational. <laughs> so, um, I want to just, just mention one thing. Listeners, if you have not gone out and read to ESPN.com, and, and I mentioned this because Wells used to coach there, there's a fantastic article by Baxter Holmes who talks about the, the, the basketball culture of Kinston. Just going to throw these stats out, and then I'm going to move on because my man over there – well, Trevor, we got 6% battery life, so we may have to take a break and, yeah. until the power comes back on and, and, and we'll get it. But anyway, across the country, three out of every 10,000 high school basketball players who play basketball in high school make it to the NBA. So three out of 10,000. Since the 1972 and 73 season in Kinston High School, if you played basketball for Kinston High School varsity basketball team, one out of 52.7 players, that's always that, I don't know how you get a half a player. Maybe maybe it was really short. I don't know. <laughs> 52.7 players to play varsity high school basketball at Kinston go on to play in the NBA. That's 63 times the national average. Man, it's tell not, me, tell it's, me why. It's, it's unbelievable. It's, it's unbelievable. I think it's just uh, the way that the, the, the rec departments are set up. And, um, the, the, you know, there's five or six gyms open all the time. Um, and, and most towns you have have to wait. But after school, everything's open. Kids are out there playing, and it's easy to bounce a ball around. Um, just a lot of great athletes. And and they put their money where their mouth is because uh, didn't Brandon, Ingram, Brandon Ingram's daddy ran one of the gyms? Yes, he? He, he did. He ran Teacher's Memorial yeah. and, you know, was very fortunate in my time there to 
be able to to have four of those guys that are in the NBA. I mean, it's unbelievable. And uh, so, Herbert, Herbert Hill was a second-round draft pick. Yeah, um, did he go to Providence? He did. Providence, He yeah. did, Big I East. Thought, yeah. Big sure East, did. Big East player. Sure did. Re- Trevor, I got a rapid-fire question based on something Wells just said coming up when we get done about the great players he had. Okay. And – the great players that Trevor Harden's going to have at uh, Living Water. So we'll so we'll talk about that real quick. Tell me about your sponsors. All all your sponsors. Obviously, we know Jones Oslo, and, and I'm you know I'm I'm not going to steal any more thunder because you know that's that's me. That's, that's <laughs> Jeff Clark. That's Jeff Clark, my boss, and that's me, and that's Jones Oslo, and we've been a part of it for quite some time. But you got some other sponsors that um, that obviously make this thing tick. Tell me tell me who they are. You know. Uh, Platinum Corral, Golden Corral is on board, and and Billy Sewell, we, we thank him for for coming on board with us, and the Jacksonville Onslow Sports Commission. Um, also, we have Chick Fil A, Mr. Pete Burgess. We thank him for for his donations to to what's making this even bigger and better each year. Um, we have some people that give time and some other things. Uh, Carolina Orthopedics mm-hmm. are going to supply the trainers, which is very very important. Uh, home team athletics, um, Twin Peaks, and we, we, we'd be remiss if we didn't thank Onslow County uh, Public Schools and the city of Jacksonville, yeah. man, for – Without the city of – I mean, honestly, without the city of Jacksonville and the, and the school system kind of stepping up and kicking in, um, you know, a lot, this thing couldn't, couldn't fly. And I, and I know because I've been involved in it, but I know with you it's a it's – a, it's just it's – a, it's a labor of love. Um, you get me and you start talking as soon as basketball season gets over. We talk before Christmas. We try to start figuring out who we're going to invite. And <laughs> when the thing's over, when the thing ends on Sunday, we sit down. We try to start figuring out next year, man. It's just it's it's fun as hell. And I just encourage folks if you want to see some awesome basketball, then you need to come out Thursday. It starts Thursday what four o'clock? I think it's the first first game is going to tip at three. At on three, Thursday, okay, yes. Thursday at three. And then they'll run all day long Friday and all day long Saturday. And uh, a, a, like an elimination tournament starts on Saturday. You've got three divisions three, th- or four divisions now. And uh, you'll crown champions in each one of the divisions. If you're going to see some great basketball, you guys need to come out. So uh, I'm going to leave it at that. Now, Trevor, you got some questions that you want to ask him. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep an eye on the time. You got 4%, okay. but we'll, but look, we'll stop. And when the power comes back on, we'll kick back recording. So hopefully the power will be back on here. I just my 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 laptop wasn't fully charged, guys, and I apologize. We weren't ready so, for a hurricane. No, we were not ready. <laughs> we were not. So you yeah. you ask your questions. Y'all y'all share that mic okay. and you ask those questions. So who's the best player you've ever coached? Good God, boys. Um it's hard. It's hard to say. Uh, is this it. is this like a speed round? No. This is okay. Just, okay. Cause yeah, it, just, uh, listen, might take you a minute. Everybody is is was totally different. Um, everybody had a unique skill set. I mean, but best. That's tough, right? With the talent you've seen, it's got to be tough. <laughs> Man, you'd be you would think that I'm crazy, but probably the the if if you had the first pick um, to pick of a of a kid. That you'd want on your team, and it's not even an NBA player. Really, I would, I would, I would go with our point guard who started for us for for two years, Dory Hines. Um, you have to start with that because he was an extension of of who we were. Of course. Um, but 
Um, he would be my first pick, and then somebody would probably pick Reggie, and we'd follow up with Brandon. Or somebody yeah. would pick Brandon, we'd follow up with Reggie. Right. Or, or Mike Jenkins or, or Corey Rouse and um, uh, Herbert Hill, any of those guys. I mean, they're, they're all special to me, so it's just hard. I'd, I'd hate to say something on here and somebody get a hold <laughs> of it because I know I'd get a text. So right. I'm, I'm very – uh, standoffish when it comes to I always try to protect our guys That's but, fair. but if I was going to go in a rabbit hole man and, and, yeah. and the trees were falling like they were tonight <laughs> and stuff I, I mean I'd take Dory down there with me first probably okay who's the best player you ever coached against against wow oh my gosh um man I don't know that's another great question because we played so many we right were, we're over in Hawaii at the Lonnie Classic for um nine days back in 2008 um there was plenty of people there it's just hard i forget so many guys right. i'm not a big stat so guy right, and right, i've right. seen so many guys it's um one of those situations where there's a bunch of names coming to mind but nothing mm-hmm. really is uh standing out right now okay um what do you value more offense or defense i was always an offensive-minded guy okay um, and and my college coach bill Klingon it at uh, Mount Olive College, which is the University of Mount Olive now. Um, he was a big X's and O guy, and I, that's where I learned a lot from, right. from the pro set uh, offenses that, that we have evolved into now. Um, and kids can see it on TV on any given night. Um, but defensively, you, you've, got to, you've got to be able to um, get, get stops and, right. and make shots. Of course. So you can open anything in the world up for, for somebody, but if they can't knock the shots down, mm-hmm. then you better be able to defend right. the other end. Absolutely. So it's probably 50-50. But um, you know what? Our assistant coaches down at Ashley, with, uh, Lloyd Hodges played at Cincinnati, and Chucky Jefferson, who played for me when I was at Jacksonville and played at Mount Olive College. Okay. I, when it comes to defense, man, I turn those guys loose, you know. And I'm in it too, yeah, but um, they're always coach. We got to get the defense today. And I said, all right, let's go, boys. So, you know, that's that's something that uh, both are very important. Okay, so what if you have one go-to offense? Like, if it's I want to run flex, I want to run motion, I want to high screen roll. What, what would you go? What would you go to? It really depends on the personnel. Okay, you know, and and what you're trying to do. If you're looking for that last second shot, then certainly. You want to make sure you're trying to get the ball to inside for an inside touch. If you've mm-hmm. got a big in there and you all, always want to have him on his power hand side, of course. Um, you can start him on opposite and then screen over and bring him to that side. But you know what? We use a lot of dribble out options just mm-hmm. because people are so athletic and they defend the wings. They 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 deny the wings so so much nowadays. Yeah. And we use a lot of dribble out options. Um, Flex is, is an offense that, you know, with your with your down, cross screen and down screening action, if you run it and you're patient enough, mm-hmm. um, you can be successful with it. Um, if you have a, a team full of athletes, it's hard because they're like wolves on a hot piece of meat, you know, to That's... get them to wait for, for the screen to be set and look back to the ball in the flex. Right. Um, motion is something that uh, is – you know what? You've got to have a high IQ team to really run motion to keep your, to keep spacing. Right. We do a lot of stuff out of the one four, a lot of pro set quick hitters, mm-hmm. um, because that's what I was taught. Right. If you could only run three drills at practice, what would they be? Um, miking. We definitely do the miking drill okay. every day. Um, form shoot every day, um, and probably. We'd like to work. We like to work uh, 
uh, retreat dribbles. Um, take it up 10 or 12 feet and then retreat back um, with three hard retreat dribbles. So um, I do three up, three down. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. Those are those are the three that we work on every day for sure. Okay. Um, in your whole entire life, who's the best player you've ever witnessed? Like it could be obviously if you've been to an NBA game or college or you know whatever where where event you've been to. And you can say LeBron. Um, <laughs> man, golly, you know I'm an era kind of guy. I, okay. I, you know I'm not a guy that comes out and Steve. We talked about this at lunch anyway. <laughs> You know, I just believe that in the era that, that, that Jordan was in, he was the best in that era. I believe that Kobe was the best in the era at his prime. I believe that LeBron is certainly a freak of nature and is the best in his prime. But uh, just thinking back, I can remember going um, to watch North Carolina and Maryland play. And Lynn Bice was probably one oh, of wow. the most amazing guys I ever saw a, as a child. And just really, he's always stuck in my mind because it was always, you know, what if. Jordan was there too then, right? Or yes, he was. Okay, so yes, he was. Um, it was actually the game where we, um, I think it was the one where he bounced it off the guy's back. And yes. it was the first loss in the Smith Center. I want. I want to say. I think Maryland. It was opening game in the Smith Center. Yep. No, opening game was Duke. I was at that one. Wow. Yeah, yeah, but the, the, the Maryland game was their first home loss in the Smith Center. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure enough. Dang. Okay, um, have you ever went to a state championship without an NBA prospect? <laughs> yes. Well, yes. Uh, yes, we did. That was, um, let me see, 2008 was Reggie, 2010 was Reggie. Hell, you're right. No, Brandon was a freshman, so. And you went all four years with him? No, I left in 2012 after his freshman year, and then uh, Coach Tindall took over, Perry Tindall, and then they went three. So we won it um, Brandon's freshman year, and then they won it his sophomore, junior, and senior year. Shoot. Yeah, so, okay. I mean, it's we had a heck of a, a regional run. We broke the regional record for the most regional appearances in a right. row, which was – uh, it's around 12 or 13. Yeah. It's probably easier with two guys like that. Yeah. Well, you know, the thing about it is, is we lost Reggie to – went down with his ankle against Trinity in 08. But Brandon's brother, Bo, mm -hmm. was the one that really stepped up and, and uh, drove it home for us that night. Nice. So, yes, it is nice to have those guys. But the great thing about – the great thing about Reggie and Brandon and Bo and those guys is when your best players are your most unselfish players, mm -hmm. you're going to have a great locker room and you're going to have a great team. So, you know, they could have gone and gotten theirs and averaged 40 points a game mm -hmm. in the game, and then we could have had problems in the locker room. Of course. And then guys wouldn't have liked one another. And, and now everybody's out for self. Everybody's out for self-glorification. And very rarely do you have guys of the talent that – that Reggie and Brandon have that actually stay at their at their high schools for four years, mm -hmm. you know, because everybody thinks the grass is greener on the other side, or you have to go to an Oak Hill, or you have to go to a big time private school to get better. No, you don't. You just got to get right. in a gym by yourself to get better. Absolutely, I agree. Um, what's one sporting event you want to go to? It could be any sport: WWE, wrestling, the Olympics. What's one event? Maybe you've already gone to it, but what? one you want to go to sporting event that i'd love to see um 
man, that is that's that's crazy because I've been to some crazy things. I mean, I love the octagon fighting, and I've seen that in Vegas, and and been to pretty much grew up around NASCAR, been to professional basketball, football, baseball. Um, so you've seen it all, man. I'd like, you know what? Really, I would like to go to um, the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. I yeah, I would like to do that. I would too. Let's go. But but I I like I like the open wheel racing guys. Formula One. No, I would be really good. like to go overseas and see a, a Formula One race. Cool. Last last question. All right. Um, so I'm like an up and coming future state championship coach. All right. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you. Um, <laughs> good. I need some advice. So what would you tell your younger first? first couple of years self-coaching to tell you know pretty much to tell me as some advice you know the biggest thing is to stay true to self um number one in what you're doing and don't don't be afraid to um listen and learn from others because we didn't invent any of this stuff mm -hmm. we all had to learn it from somewhere um i see a lot of young coaches that that are out there that that changes people along the way um and you know what? When success comes, a lot of those guys change. Mm -hmm. So since you're going to be winning state championships oh, yeah. and, and and doing those things, be be the be the best person you are today as you're going to be after winning those titles. And you know, along the way, just keep picking people's brains, mm -hmm. and uh, you'll find what what fits your needs of of what you're doing in practice and in and in games. But at the end of the day, man, it's all about those kids. Uh, growing up and it's about you know you may end up having some guys that go to college or you may not but give them the best experience possible because it's the greatest times of their lives right and winning is is fun and it's nice and everybody behind you is mm -hmm. going to be coaching for you you know don't ever let that uh affect don't ever ever turn your neck backwards okay. I'll, I'll tell you that um and you just you just do what you know is right do right and uh you'll have a very successful long career and you enjoy what you're doing cool i really appreciate that um you're welcome so after we're done i need you to stick around for like three more hours because i have a couple <laughs> basketball questions for you <laughs> we can you, catch up this yeah. week too we're at the camp to, we're yeah gonna have to. We're gonna yeah have to. man I'll be, there. I'll be there all week i love that they, man coach doherty told me coach coach doherty always told me he said man he just coach matt doherty we're buddies and we talk from time to time and he goes yeah, Gulledge hadn't talked to you, man. We need to throw some noodles see if, on the wall, see if any of them stick. So, you know, <laughs> I, I love that line that, that, that he comes out with. And um, But I just – hey, your, your podcast, guys, is great. Well, thank I, you. I, we appreciate it. listening. We you enjoy know, tuning in. I'm going to spread I'm gonna Spread, spread the word. We need yes. to go yes. – we've already gone somewhat global, but uh, but we hadn't really tapped the Wilmington market as, as, <laughs> as much as we need to. But listen, dude, you know I appreciate everything you do. You know that, man, and, well, appreciate me, and you, you. me and you buddies way back. And yeah, man. for the listeners, y'all y'all need to come out uh, starting Thursday, June 28th, Jacksonville Commons Rec Center, Middle School, Northside High School, Jacksonville High School. Uh, see some great basketball with some great teams and some great individual players. We actually ran out of time and didn't get to go over some play, you know the you know the players but uh that's okay we'll we'll uh, probably talk about that maybe next week on the podcast next okay. next sunday night but wells thanks stick around because we got some good some funny stuff coming up hey so. and i'll tell you what listen our host tonight man what a great studio i mean this oh, yeah. studio is unbelievable <laughs> the studio facility of bobby mills jr how about that that's exactly right man that, people wouldn't believe what we if we had to tell them what no we saw they would not with they that. would not all right moving on Stud, your stud of the week. Uh, Dante DiVincenzo. 
or I don't, I'm probably messing up his That's name. That's all right. From Villanova. Villanova. Six man in the national championship game drafted 17th overall. And went to a good team. Went to the Bucks. Went to the Bucks. He'll excel there. He'll, he'll, he'll be able to fill it up. We were talking earlier, my stud of the week, Dallas Mavericks. They, they got – we're pressed for time, but I'm just going to tell you this. They got the next great foreign player in the draft, Luka Duncan. They didn't draft him. The Hawks drafted him, but they, they, they swapped draft picks. Um, I think they drafted fifth. The last time that they got a great form player like that, the Dallas Mavericks, they did the same thing. They actually had a – they got a draft pick, and they swapped with the Milwaukee Bucks. Right. And they got Dirk Nowitzki. So, uh, my stud of the week is the Dallas Mavericks. Who's your dud of the week? Utah Jazz. I know you said – Absolutely. And is it so because of they Grayson brought Allen? They brought in Grayson Allen, yeah. and him and Donovan Mitchell got bad blood from college. I'm assuming it's due to the tr- a tripping incident. He put him in an arm bar and took him down, and uh, Donovan Mitchell comes up and slaps him in the face on the way up. I know America- Grayson Allen did not put him in an arm bar. I promise. Oh, I'm sure he did. I'm just I'm being facetious. I'm sure he did. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, yeah. I mean, yeah, that'll be interesting. Them them playing in, in the backcourt together, huh? So they could have got Gary Trent Jr., who I feel has like a better upside, and he's a freshman. Yeah, they could have got um, Hall from Virginia, who's all. If they were going to take a senior, they could have took Hall from Virginia. Um, so and they, both both those guys have no signs of being like crazy on the court or nothing like that. No tripping issues. Yeah. So if I if I was ever going to think about being a Utah Jazz fan because I like Donovan Mitchell. It's not going to happen now. Well, I kind of pulled from I'm not. If they, I don't care if they win another game. Not them, anymore. Yeah, never again. Or them nor the Sacramento Kings. And even though we got some Carolina boys playing, That's what I'm saying. playing for Sacramento, I just I can't I can't do it. So, my dud of the week, Nick Swaggy P. Young. I know why. Go you ahead. know why. Tell the world this why. Is, this is legitimately, he might be the dumbest human being on the face of this earth. Fresh off is celebrating the Warriors NBA championship. His first, he literally has gone off the deep end. He's a 12-year veteran, and he declared himself shortly at, shortly after the national champion, uh, the NBA championship. He declared himself a nas- a national treasure on <laughs> on Twitter. But it gets better. He commented recently this week on Canadian on Canada's legalization of marijuana by saying somebody should pass cocaine too. Yeah. They- so he's wanting some country to legalize. The snorting of cocaine. Yeah. Swaggy. Really, man? Not smart. Later, later on, he said he was joking. Of course he said. But can you say Swaggy Peas will probably be drug tested every week of <laughs> yeah. the season next year? Well, thankfully for those guys, NBA, know, they know when they're going to get drug tested. Swaggy P. Really. Really, Swaggy P. Pretty stupid. All right. Rapid fire. Are you ready? Ready. Okay. Here we go. Rapid fire. True or false? After the NFL gets finished with their sissifying rule changes, the Chicago Bears will change their name to the Chicago Puppy Dogs, and our beloved Carolina Panthers will become the Kitty Cats. True or false? I hope false because AJ calls them the Kitty Cats all the time. It's oh, so obnoxious. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, AJ, you, you may legitimately be calling them the Kitty Cats. <laughs> True or false? If you, Trevor, injected steroids for six weeks, cycled off for three weeks, then back on for six more weeks, you could hit a baseball 538 feet too, but of course your testicles will be the size of raisins. True or false? <laughs> false. False. It don't matter how strong I am, I can't hit a baseball. Okay. Who's a bigger bitch boy, JJ Reddick or Grayson Allen? Grayson Allen. Who's a bigger bitch boy, Grayson Allen or Bobby Hurley? Grayson Allen. Who's a bigger bitch boy, Bobby Hurley or JJ Reddick? Probably Hurley. I agree. He just looks like he is. 
True or false? Your knowledge of World Cup soccer is only matched by your extreme knowledge of golf and tennis. D- true. Very true. Because you know nothing about golf and tennis. Yeah. Don't care. True or false? Truth be known, your second favorite sport after basketball is figure skating. False. And earlier this year, you took off work for three weeks to watch 24-hour coverage of the Winter Olympics, which included all the various figure skating and ice dancing events. False. True or false? False. What a waste of oxygen. False. (laughs) True or false? The NFL actually suspended Jameis Winston for giving the Uber driver a one-star review. (laughs) True. True, I don't know. Maybe, I guess he gave him a one-star review when they grabbed his crotch and they yeah, didn't like it. I don't that's know. no stars. And that's not funny about the groping, but I mean, Jameis Winston, man, really do. Stupid. The thing about it is, you can get, in, you, in the NFL, they pay for you to have drivers. Yes, every team. Every team, and yeah. it's not Uber drivers. They pay, but anyway. All right. Uh, true or false? I could think of literally, shh, peanut gallery, you got to listen to this now. True or false? <laughs> I could literally think of 27.9 million better things to do with $27.9 million than to give it to Carmelo Anthony to be on a basketball team. True. Okay. This game's gone. True or false? Melo was actually scheduled to make close to $40 million this coming season, but that would have screwed up his Social Security check that he is now eligible to collect. <laughs> True. True. True or false? You went, you went into a deep and severe state of depression Locking yourself in your room, not eating, and playing the Beatles song number nine over and over for three days when you found out Dwight Howard got traded from the Charlotte Hornets to the new, to the Brooklyn Nets. I celebrated. True or false? Did you go false. to a, to a, into false. a so, okay? True or false? Dwight Howard is your favorite player of all time. False. Okay. I own Dwight Howard. True or false? You could win a couple state championships too if you had a couple four star recruits that played that eventually played in the NBA. True. I would agree with you there. Okay, seriously, who's who's a better coach, Trevor Harden or Wells Gulch? Oh, that's tough. I'm going to go with – This is rapid fire. I'm going to go with Wells for now. For now. Okay, so that's a Wells Gulch, but it's got an asterisk mark by it. Yeah, give me one full season and see what I can do. Okay. True or false, if you want to play in the NBA bas- – if you want to play NBA basketball, move to Kinston. True. <laughs> All right. True or false, Swaggy P not only is an NBA champion – but he has assumed the title as biggest dumbass in the, in the NBA, and he has assumed that title from J.R. Smith, who assumed it from Ron Artest, <laughs> a.k.a. Metal World Peace, who assumed it from Dennis Rodman, who assumed it from Bill Walton. Nobody else. Well, that's the only five I can come true. up with. True. True. There you have it, man. That's true. Listen, East Coast Invitational Team Camp this week, June 28th through July 1st, Sunday. Thanks for Twin, Twin Peaks for providing the food. Thanks for Jones Onslow, my, my employer, for getting the power back on so we could record the last half of this podcast. <laughs> Thanks to the Peanut Gallery, Bobby Mills, Bob Mills. Uh, just, hey, man, we just thank everybody because, as Metal World Peace say, can't we all get along? <laughs> Have a great night.